program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Okay, welcome in to another edition of the tailgate. We love how. Oh, what is Peter Burns wearing? He's wearing a pink. You see that? He's hosting Fine Bomb today. He's wearing pink. I didn't see it. Totally pink. But anyway, I like Peter. He's a great guy. Uh, Even though he went to LSU. Yeah. Somebody went everywhere. I know. I said he's great despite going to LSU. No, oh, but I mean, okay. So everybody went. Like Tony Barhart's great. He went to Georgia. Okay. But. Cole Kubelik is great. He went, he went to, to Auburn. Tom Hart went to Missouri. Your your best They're friend, nice. uh, Kyle Peterson, went to Stanford. Went to Stanford. Yeah. So, but somewhere, there are Every, certain people that went to LSU that you don't have to like. No, I can think of some. Yeah. Where did Ed Ogeron go to school? Look that up for me. O- Ole Miss, LSU. I don't think so. I think he went to like Miami, Northeastern Louisiana Tech. He might have gone to St. John's River Community College. Maybe. <laughs> the Fighting Vikings. Northwestern State. Okay, that's yeah. So I can't I can't have a grudge against them. No. I was I'm not a big fan of his though. Is that okay? Sure. In fact, I was watching cuz you know me. I've already gotten to that mode. I watched probably parts of six football games last night. All of them were games that were played in 2018 to 2021. I watched them. None of them involved the Gators. I just wanted to watch football. That's good. And I, I actually learned something last night, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about that later. Okay. But... Do you know where Northwestern State is? You learn, I'm going to go you with learn that today. It's Nakatosh. I can't remember. I can't remember how to pronounce the name. Yeah, Nakatoshis. Natchitoches, Louisiana. Well, you didn't pronounce it right. It's N A T C H, Natchit. But it's Nakatoshis. I think that's the way you pronounce it. Right. Huh? <laughs> Graduation rate is only forty five percent. Well, I, I and how hard is that to graduate from there? Yeah, that's weird. Like, I, why I, is that so bad? And they had to probably give at Ogeron his degree, right? Hmm. Interesting. Now you're learning all about uh, eight thousand people go there. Yeah, <laughs> we've gotten off on a tangent. Not really. It's People, I'm sure, are interested. I'm interested in that. Yeah, Because I had no idea. Good, good. All right, three things I want to talk about today. One of them is... Um, the Braves losing again? They won. They lost today, this afternoon. Oh, they did? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Stupid Phillies. I was out there in your stupid golf course, mm-hmm. so... It's not stupid. Sweating like crazy. 
I went after oh, the show man. yesterday Jeez. and played nine holes. It, I tell you what, it looked good. Mm-hmm. Things looked even better than the last time I was out there, but um, hit the pin on 18, so that, that was the highlight of the day. That's cool. I think I might have figured something out, but every time I say that, every time I say that to myself, and I talk to myself on the golf course all the time, and every time I go, I think you figured this out. Next shot, <laughs> shank or something. So what was the score today? Seven to two. Jeez. Got that, destroyed. Who pitched? I don't know. Ian Anderson? Probably. No, he pitched the other day when they got smoked. Morton? Might have been Morton. I like the way they played last night. I was pretty excited about it, the way they played. Um, you know, hit a bunch of home runs. You know, the the bullpen almost tried to give it away at the end with Will Smith, but they still pulled it out. I was, yeah, it was Morton. Yeah. I'm not a big Morton fan. He's good. He's he he's known for his salt, Morton Salt. Mm-hmm. It's good company. Shark Tank investment. Anyway, what are the three things you want to talk about? I want to talk about that. What? What did I say? You didn't say anything yet. <laughs> I want to talk about the. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about it yesterday. The possibility of a sixteen-team playoff. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that, and then I want to get into this thing I did for. Um, Gators Wire that we almost were going to talk about yesterday, but we got so many phone calls, we never got around to it, which is um, the the thing I wrote for Sunday was why the Gators might actually be better than everybody thinks. And then the thing I wrote for today, which is up there now, Florida's biggest rivalries. And I, and I, I had 12. I can give you 12. Oh, I'm sure. Everybody hates the Gators. I know. Even the fans sometimes. <laughs> Florida's biggest rival. Number Their 11, fans. Florida fans. <laughs> <laughs> I should have used that. That would have been funny. That would have been, God dang it. See? You always tell me things after the fact. Well, I didn't know. You could have asked me who the rivals were, and I would have said that. Well, we'll talk about that. But you we'll, don't ask me for story ideas, and I, I can come well, up give, with some good give stuff. Well, give me some more. Well, tell me what you're writing about. Well, just tell me what I want to write, what I should write about. I would I would discuss the history of the great interns how about at the, Ironwood. How about the, oh, I actually spent a lot of time with one of them today. Yeah, Trent was out there. Yeah, we had, a good, we had a good talk about different things, and I mean, I'm not going to reveal anything, but it was just, I mean, he's ready. He's ready to go, and... Uh, what a great kid he is. Mm-hmm. So you only get take really good kids. Is that the deal? Because mm-hmm. I can't think of one that has been questionable. A DB? No, just questionable. Oh, they're all good. That, I, that's, what's the list? What's I think the that's list? the cool part Driscoll, about Driscoll, Lugo. Too many. Yeah. Thayer Hall. Thayer Hall. Two of the Montserrat sisters. Yeah. Um, Alex Anzalone, David Reese. Pretty good. Mike Zanino. I remember talking to Anzalone out there. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Well, I I think it's great. And I think, you know, talking to... um, But, I I mean, I think that is the neat part. And I think for me, even, just the opportunity to... 
I mean, listen, I was I was a decent player, but obviously, you know, look at the stats. I wasn't really like, but I did pitch. You in had the, one moment. I pitched in the cheating bat era. How about that? Totally. So I it, even then, like if you, you pitched in the NIL bat era. Yes, and my <laughs> I had like a four earned run average, but when you look at it in the league, it was like the fourth best. Right. But you look at you you don't see that in the record book. You see no. a four point two four ERA, and you're like, man, this guy sucks. Yeah. But that's the way it was back then, which is fine. I don't care. But I think the neatest part is just the the knowledge that I got from some of my teammates, and now that I've been able to get from different coaches and philosophies and analyzing all that stuff and talking to them, then I get to talk to these players about right. what motivates right. them and you know how they're going to go about it, and then. It's just it's sort of fascinating to see what makes each person tick. So you're saying that the six and seven season last year was partly your fault. How come? Would you have an intern? No. Well, softball player. So okay. I didn't have a football player. Okay, so and softball made it all the way to the World Series, so uh, uh, there you go. Okay, so <laughs> that's right. You put that right up my poop chute, didn't you? I did. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I <don't laughs> That's what I do. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it is. I, I think it's it's interesting to see how people handle things, how people go about it, what their mindset is. You know, just... Uh, and everybody's different. I think that's why it's really, really hard. And I and I Truly. think I think about some of these coaches that have to had to deal with players. I mean, I don't know. I I see Jacob Copeland on the internet the other day, and he's in his Maryland uniform, and he's like, "Oh, new beginnings. This is going to be great," or whatever the hell he said. But like, you were a jack wagon here. Like, yeah, what you makes know, you think you're going to go to Maryland? With and, him, I feel like I feel like. It was a combination of him not being the player he could be and them not allowing him to be the player he could be. So I think it's a combination. I don't think it's just his fault. I think it's their fault too. And I think But this but is no, also no, the but, guy that bitched but, and moaned because he wasn't playing or getting I know, enough Jeff, catches. We we've seen this before with that with that staff where they they soured on guys and they including Anthony Richardson. They soured on him, and they just went, eh, we're done with him. We're not going to play him this way. But how do you explain why Jacob Copeland would get no catches in the first half and they get, like, the first three of the second half? I can't explain that. Maybe he ran bad routes. No. They just said, oh, we better get him involved. Or he may have gone to them and yelled at him. And if that affected you, you should have benched him at that point. You don't say, let's – We'll throw you the ball more because you're complaining. I, I, I just I think that was a big problem for that team. Mm-hmm. You know, the one guy they thought was going to be their go-to guy wasn't their go-to guy, and then they would kind of force him to be their go-to guy, and then they would forget him again. So either he was good or he wasn't. If he wasn't good, you know, and again, I, I know that um, – Mullen told uh, ESPN like halfway through the season, we got no speed on this team. And I don't think Copeland wasn't that fast. Um, but it, that was his problem. He didn't have guys that could 
stretch the field, and then you run the under underneath that, underneath the guy stretching the field. They didn't have that last year. We'll see what happens this year. Let's get uh, Well, Bi- I'm a genius on Byron. offensive status. I know, you're very good at writing <laughs> plays. Byron, what's up? Hey, Jeff, guys. Jeff, I, I, I hope I don't hurt you by saying this, but, uh, man, I got a big old tall friend, Rodney, that plays out there. He's been trying to get me to come to Ironwood. I got my clubs, and I'll, I, I go to Top Golf in Jacksonville. I just like to get out there and, and just knock the heck out of the ball because I'm not good. But I, I'm, I'm going to try to – I heard you guys talking about a driving course over on the west side, maybe. I, I need to get back into my driving, and I got I got all my clubs. So well, I mean, Ironwood's got a cover, a covered driving range, so you don't go out there and be out in the sun. It's uh-huh. it's really nice. I'm going to try, man. I'm, I'm living in Waldo, and I'm going to leave it at that. But, uh, guys, you know. So you're not I'm far. No, I can be there in 10 minutes. You know, 39th, yeah, man, airport. I, I kept, yeah, well, I ain't going to go. But, yeah, but real you quick, should come. You should get Timmy, Tim Dooley. To drive you down, because Tim comes down here every once in a while to play, so that'd be great. Oh, the three of us will play a, together. How about that? And maybe we'll get Jeff out there to play. Boy, you guys are so nice. Man, that would be my one of my – you know, I'm going on with this. Uh, you guys are like my heroes because I was I was a journalist major, and, and not just – you know, I just love radio and, and not – well, I don't think I was too ugly to be on TV, but I would have stuck with radio. But what I was going to try to call and tell you guys was – this is my four boring topics that if I was writing, Pat, you know, for the sun and Jeff, you, you two are journalists, the stories that I would stick with, you know, Jacksonville is really kind of getting ticked. And, and I think what, what they're mad about is Kirby Smart is winning everything. It's not like I'm being a, a gator that's out in left field. Why would you move the game? Like you guys or someone was saying, Pat, you were talking yesterday. You, you beating us recruiting. You beating us. You're a national championship. So I think that's, a bad move to diss Jacksonville, and I hope that helps us in recruiting. Like I told Steve, I'm probably reaching for a real – but whether I'm reaching or not, I hope when Georgia do move that game to, uh, back home, if it ever happens, Florida will gain that recruiting edge. Number two, uh, for Pat, you go up to Jacksonville. I was listening to that same station earlier. And uh, what do you think the Jaguars' chances are this year? Pat, should I just pack it in like when Irvin was there? Uh, do we have a real coach, and do we have some players? And secondly, for Jeff or you, should I pack it in for the Rays? Because the Yankees is off the chain of Boston. And my last thing I would write about is, who will be the top team in Florida in the next five, ten years with NIL? Miami, who's spending the money? FSU, is Florida going to step up or maybe Central Florida? And my team, I'm from Tampa, South Florida, sneaking in there. And that's my stories for the day. Go Gators! All right, Byron, thank you. I, I can't keep track of all. That's four questions, right? Yeah, but you just got to have you. You just had one. You just got to remember yours. Well, I mean, I I'll go back to the end of it. Um, look, Florida's got a lot of it, it, Miami's doing a hell of a job. I mean, uh, whether it's uh, actual physical recruiting or NIL. I mean, they got another guy today, Malik Bryant, but I, that wasn't a big surprise. They, everybody thought he was going to Miami. Um, and everybody, of course, Gator fans are ready. Again, they're ready to fire the coach. Get rid of him. He didn't get Malik Bryant. And I always say this, Malik Bryant may never play a down at Miami, or he may be a great player. Remember Willie Williams? Willie Williams was a guy who changed all the 
recruiting bylaws in the NCAA. He came, he went to FSU, and he was writing a um, like a uh, first-person account of every re- every recruiting trip. So he goes to FSU and he's talking about how he got four lobsters. Okay. Okay. And the NCAA lost their mind. They go, we can't do this. He came to Florida. He got in trouble. He had a he fire extinct, extinguisher issue. So he went. He ended up going to Miami. I don't know that he ever played a game in college football. I don't remember him playing a game. He certainly wasn't a great player. So don't worry about, you know, you, you want to get everybody to, you want to get as many great players as you can. I, In fact, I heard, I think Billy was talking about this the other day, about how you want to get, like you got 25 guys, you hope – 12 of them can be really good. You're not trying to get 25 great players. You're you're recruiting that way, but the bottom line is 25 of them probably aren't going to be great. No, a lot of really good players that never pan out. And so most, of them, most of them should announce their selection as, my decision is to start my career. Yeah, nowadays. <laughs> That's the way it is. Don't, yeah, um, don't tell me you're you're going to spend three years. And then as far as the Rays, Byron, I, I do think they are done just because there's so many other good teams in that division. I mean, you look at obviously what the Yankees are doing. Baltimore got Why hot. couldn't the Yankees? Uh, Blue Jays are really good. Do better last night. I was rooting for them last night. Yeah. First time ever. I know. Um, but the, the Rays are just so beat up. That's the problem. You know, your, your best player on the team, Wander Franco, is out for a significant amount of time. Yeah. Zanino's out now. We mentioned the other day, and is Frank in Franco on the uh, IL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got. But how long do you have to stay out now on the IL? You don't. It's not. He's out like six to eight weeks. Yeah, but it's not set in stone like it used to be. If you got on the IL, yeah, you, ten days, and then yeah. it's more. But it just depends on what the injury okay. is. So well, you're the baseball. Then there's man. a sixty sixty game one, but he's not at least on that one. No, so he'll be back before then. So I just I just don't think that the Rays will have enough this year just because of the, the players that they've lost, all the guys that are hurt. They've got some pitchers that are out as well. They'll fight, though. They're, I mean, they're always there. They'll, they'll make yeah. some, some really tough opponents. I for, tell you, the Rays people. are one of the greatest uh, pro sports stories of all time, how well they've done in that market with the, without spending money. It's a great story. It is. But, you know, got to win it all until yeah. anybody make notices it, make it. Make it mean something. All right. If it means something for you to call, you can. 392-8255. We'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, get more of your phone calls. You are listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jack Alperstein. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays will continue their series with the Baltimore Orioles. After dropping the first two games, the Rays will look to tie the series in their remaining two games. Drew Rasmussen is set to take the mound against Tyler Wells. The Rays currently sit in third place in the AL East. Tune in here for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. Current and former Gator swimmers are competing at the national championships in California. So far, the Gators have two gold medals. Natalie Hines won the 100-meter freestyle and Katie Ledecky won the 800-meter freestyle. Finally, NFL training camp has started for all teams, including the Bucks, who started today. 
That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. What do you mean? What do I mean? Where the student section is? Yeah, well, it it's kind of moves around. I mean, like I think the students are all on the on the uh, east side, but they're I don't I don't feel like I, like it's I guess maybe I'm thinking about basketball. Where yeah, you, like that's the whole side of students. Okay, so this is something that came out this ranking, and again, these rankings are stupid, but um, Florida was ranked as the 
sixth best student section in terms of noise. Um, number one in the SEC. So think about that. This is a place where you used to hate to come play. Yeah. And you still yearn on the coach's wife. It's not good. Phil Fulmer. Um, A&M number one. You know, when we were there in – you were there in, uh, what, two years ago? No. Three years ago? No. We no. We weren't there for COVID. You weren't there. So you haven't been there since, oh – Since Manziel. Yeah, so that was what, 12, 2012. Yeah. I, I was not impressed by anything there, student section, anything. It was a great place. I liked being there. It was very comfortable. There's just a lot. There's yeah. a lot of people. But then there. it wasn't as much. It was. Yeah, that was before they built the stadium. But. Um, so maybe that's the difference now. Maybe it is. I don't know. Auburn, two. Georgia, three. Again, we've been to Georgia. You and I, once probably, I've been there more because I used to cover Georgia games for the Jacksonville Journal. But it, I, it was never a big deal. Uh, South Carolina four, Tennessee five. Well, the problem with South Carolina is rowdy when they get that rooster yeah. going and the white flag or the towels. They had, they had the readers around. that one year. Yeah, for the must <laughs> chant. But they put them all in the end zone. Yeah. So if you're on the other side of the field, yeah. it's not really a huge advantage. That, like that's what's good about Florida is they put them right down there yelling and screaming in front of the visitor's bench, and there's and just I a think, lot more of them. In my opinion, now there was a rule that was put in, and I, I'm going to tell you that I, I will promise you it's no longer a rule. And that was that you had to have the first five rows of the right behind the bench. For, for the, the op- other opposition. I've never seen it anywhere but Gainesville. Yeah. Have you? No. No. So why not just get rid of that, first of all? Put those all Tennessee fans or whoever, uh, Kentucky fans up in the in the top of the stadium like everybody else does to your fans and put the students right there and let them, you know, I mean, you don't want to go too far, but I, I make it a better home field advantage. That's what I would say. And then uh, Arkansas, seven, Mississippi State, eight. <laughs> Do they have a student section? LSU is number 10, which they take great pride. Now, again, this is a stupid website that I unfortunately have blocked, but it still shows up on my website for some reason. But if LSU takes pride in its student section and playing neck and all that, it's weird that they have would have them that low. That's all I'm saying. But I, all the times that I've been to Baton Rouge, I don't ever recall like a, a student section. Like there was a lot of people there, well, but it doesn't it's seem down like that. And well, I I don't know if it's south, north, east, or west. But the if you're in the press box to the left, yeah, down in that corner, and they get there early. They're there two hours for the game. Yeah, but it doesn't, like, I've never sat there and watched the game and be like, oh, wow, I, I really noticed those students. I will say this. I have never been to a game in at LSU that I thought the crowd was a factor. Never. It's never been that big, because it's one of those stadiums that's kind of back. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the knock on uh, Michigan. Michigan 
the stadium kind of goes back instead of straight up and down, like Florida. The Rose Bowl. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, but you're right about LSU. I've never gone there and gone. Well, the crowd won this game. Yeah. So I I wouldn't say that they have. And you haven't even said Alabama yet. Well, let me go back to that list. I I would say Alabama might be number one or two. I can't find it. But they don't really have like a big student section either that I recall. I can't find it now. Um, no, I don't either. You're right. But remember the, the – Just more people that go to the games. The student section was going nuts when Tebow was visiting that day. And they, that's when everybody, we're all sitting there, it's 2005, and we're all sitting there and we're going, we didn't even know who Tebow was, media guys. We were just sitting there going, wow, this Tebow guy, who's he, where's he from? We're, we're all looking it up. They're all into him. And they were screaming and yelling his name and everything. I remember that, but I, it wasn't like it was, and again, it, it uh, Alabama, which is unusual, uh, especially this time, it, uh, what we've been dealing with with media getting moved further down the the line, but Alabama, you have you're right there. You're on top of the field, and you're on the fifty yard line. It's a it's to me my favorite press box in the SEC. It's not even it's not even close. I mean it's it's great, but I never like felt. You're right. I never felt like the student section was that. You know who's a big deal? All the people that were drinking bourbon all day. And that was everybody. So they made it really loud. Mm-hmm. And it always was loud. Yeah, I think I feel like you know, LSU, Alabama, they're more of an Ole Miss even. It's more of the older fans that come out and, and, and again, support I it. Don't, Ole Miss, I don't remember being <coughs> – yeah, I don't even remember a student section at Ole Miss. Mm-mm. I think people just go to all those Ole Miss games. Now, maybe it'll change with Lane Kiffin. They go to those Ole Miss games and they go, hey, let's go to the Grove. Yeah, it's and more it, of the older yeah. crowd tailgating, having a good time. Yeah. But not – because, I mean, they're, they're not huge student-wise anyway. But I, I, you could certainly see Auburn and their student section and what that is. Um, South Carolina, it's very evident that they have a, a rowdy one, so I'm good with that one. Tennessee's too. I I can agree with that one. South Carolina is a weird, the weirdest one of the weirdest uh, fan bases because they are great fans, mm-hmm. but they always know something's going to go wrong, and they kind of like, uh, well, we knew this was going to happen, and uh, you know, I I was talking to Heath Klein one day, who of course does radio up there, and he was saying, hey, let me tell you what, until you experience it until you're around it you don't get it but I've been around it they just kind of wait for it to go bad at South Carolina they kind of they're just like ah eh, there it is there's there's Tebow running for five touchdowns there's somebody throwing a ball over our heads it's a weird fan base but then they'll show up for the next game you know I go Cox because there's only six or seven of them. I know, but uh, and again, yeah, some fan bases back off of that. They didn't. They never do. They never back off. I'll give them credit. They they, sh- they have, shouldn't. That's they why have a no fan. championships. 
Okay. None. But that's why you're a fan, to go to the game and have a good time. At some point, you wouldn't you have, have to see uh, no, because you don't have a dividend for that? You wouldn't have to see somebody, something happen good for you? If if you were going to be a fan, now I'm not saying you would ever tra- trade your laundry in, but you would you would have to say, hey, you know, I've been a fan for 40 years. Can you win a national championship? Yeah. I give them credit for that. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm I'm not being negative. But okay, but say let, let's just say the team we we talked about yesterday a little bit, Colorado. Do you think that that fan base? Is going to the games like expecting them to win? Do you no. think that all forty thousand of them? Right, and and so that's what I mean. There, there's. Do you think that Northwesterns when they go to a game, they're thinking, "Oh, I got it. We got to. I got to win because we're going to win a national title." No, but no. they're thinking we got to win. Right, and if they don't, then oh well, whatever. That's the expectation. So you show up for the next no, game. But you I'm have talking a good time about, again. I'm talking about the difference between forty thousand people and eighty thousand people. I mean, that place seats 80, 85, I think it is, and it's packed all the time for bad teams. Yeah, but because it, that's what they do. Like, that's just what there is to do. Okay. Like, you don't have to get the reward but you of... Can't, you can't equate that to a school that has a 40,000-seat stadium. All right. Well, we that's what I'm talk saying. About. Let's, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back, get more of your phone calls, 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement and job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Thunderstorms are still possible through this evening. Then rain chances will be around 40% tomorrow and 30% on Friday. Highs in the 90s the rest of the week, but feeling closer to 100. This weekend, we only have a 20% chance for thunderstorms both days. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Kyler Murray, he needs to study or they can void the contract at any time. I think this is an embarrassment for the Arizona Cardinal organization. I'm going to invoke the late Kobe Bryant. The more you learn to fall in love with the process of work is the more successful you will be. This dude is not in love with the process to be great. And you reward that? Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back. Jeff and Pat here with you on a Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday edition of the tailgate. I think it's Wednesday. So we're, uh, we're halfway home, which is uh, which and when is, we get to football season, we it's like it's defined. Monday, first show of the of the week, talking about the game, blah blah blah, all the games that were played. Tuesday, we're still talking about it. Wednesday, we start looking ahead. Thursday. There's obviously a lot of talk about what's going on. There's then Friday, you know, we're previewing. This time of year, we're just like, what day is it? It's Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday, though. It is. I'm pretty sure. For sure, Wednesday. So if you want to call, you can. 392-8255 is the uh, phone number to uh, to reach out and be a part of what we are chatting about. And so there's a, a lot of different things. And Pat, 
mentioned it earlier, but he wrote an article and said oh. the 12 things that the Gators, or 12 reasons why the Gators are actually going to be better than people think. Well, I think the word, I'm going to look at look it up, but I think the word was maybe better, okay? And I think they will be better than people think. Now, um, it doesn't mean that um, they will be better because you never know how things go. Like, I, I really think those first two games, if they go 0-2, it's, you know, you, you start to get a little disbelief in your players. They go, well, maybe this guy doesn't know. It depends on how they lose them. If you lose them at the buzzer, you lose them at – you know, some guy makes a fluky play. But, uh, yeah, so this was for Gators Wire. And, um, you know, the number one reason was Anthony Richardson's summer. And I, I think you would agree with me on that, Jeff, because I feel like his summer has been really good and the kind of summer we thought he would have. Now, we're not out there watching him throw. We're not out there. And, again, coaches are now allowed to spend time with guys. Uh, I think it's an hour a day. Well, the, the last two nights that we've left the radio show, they've been walking back from the indoor. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're out there getting after it. But they're allowed to work with them. And But, but it's also when you – and again, sometimes we get fooled by this stuff. But how um, players talk about what they've been doing the offseason. And it seems like he's doing the right thing, studying Aaron Rodgers, studying – Studying Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. He studied them both. And let me They've tell you what. They've both been very successful. If they need somebody to take over a plane, I think it could be Anthony Richardson is the guy to do. But um you know, I think he's I think he's spent the right summer. I'm not, again, I don't know what he's gonna be like. I don't know what kind of year he's gonna have. I have no idea. I know he's a really talented guy. I think a coach that's around him is a really good guy, but we have, we have very small sample size. We don't know what he's going to be, but it feels like he's on the right path. And I think that's one reason why Gator fans should have some optimism. Well, we're getting a guy that's not on the right path, usually in the weeds. It's the cattleman, so let's chat with him. What's up, Mikey? Hey, guys, enjoying the show. A little slow on the phones, and I'm needing to exercise, so I thought I'd call in and uh, spice it up as usual a little bit. Okay. Hey, first off, guys, I want to. That's kind of funny. Y'all were talking about uh, the season there with uh, Richardson. I want to get into that. But I was actually calling y'all about Daniel Snyder of all things today. Maybe we could avoid an argument. But uh, yesterday, guys, we did get going back and forth a little bit. Don't know if y'all understood me correctly. What I was trying to say is I wasn't ripping Napier or Florida football or anything. I was just saying when um, when you're in, a, in the wilderness, when you got a first year coach, um, there's no guarantee you, you can hire three bad coaches in a row just like you can hire three good ones. You see where I'm coming from? Like, uh, let me try to crystallize this. Uh, Nebraska, some of these programs are stumbling in the wilderness. Oklahoma, I think, even had a 10-year cycle where Oklahoma wasn't any good. Um, you look at It's, what, it's hard to find the right guy. There's no question yeah, yeah, about that, that, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, just wanted, I just wanted to kind of clarify that. Napier might be great. He sounds good to me when I hear him talk. Uh, nothing like, no smack talk. I was just saying, when you got a first-year coach, uh, fans, you know, like to talk about the good old days, but for, you know, most programs – you go through a Gary Gibbs, you go through a Derek Dooley, you go through a Ron Zook, and and there are no guarantees, man. I mean, when you – hell, Tennessee's hired three bad coaches in a row, I guess. I mean, it can happen. 
No, it does in a lot of places. And it's amazing that they, like every time they hire a coach for everybody, I mean, it just, not everybody's able to do it. Don't but forget Alabama hired three back coaches. Yeah, but it's also the, the programs that, that seem to care more. And I think you give credit to Kentucky because even when Stoops went through years four, five, and six really struggling, they said, no, we're going to keep this guy. And it's obviously paid off. I just don't think a lot of people are willing to wait that long. And that's part of the issues too. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that. You know, just because your program's great and you got a bunch of trophies doesn't mean that no, the next five not. years is going to be any good. I mean, Kentucky hired Billy Gillespie. Yep. And I like, Bill, I like Billy Gillespie, by the way. Probably didn't surprise you too much there, Pat. Hey, um, Actually, he sent quick, me uh, a uh, signed uh, Kentucky jersey for my golf tournament. Yeah. Here, so. that's, that's a tough job, but I think he's a good basketball coach. But he probably that's – a, that's a big spotlight for him. Um, hey, one other thing, guys, uh, Pat, y'all were talking about fans and student sections. I wasn't talking about this either, but do you think that the days of 100,000-seat stadiums, we're kind of seeing them die, but do you think that's just a, speaking of relics of the old days of the cell phone and the 80-inch plasma and kids not want, rather playing on their phone than going to games? No question. Yeah, it's absolutely what it is. And I, I, I would bet you that Florida could be down to 75 by uh, you know five or six years from now. I mean, look at look at these NFL stadiums. It's uh, it's the number one sport in the world. Yeah, and they're only sixty, seventy, yeah. maybe max. So yeah, there, there's seventy. Still, but it, what it is is seventy thousand great seats, you know, luxury seats yeah. and experience and all that stuff. Versus ninety thousand crappy seats. Do you see they're about to maybe put a dome on Soldier Field for like two billion dollars? No, don't. Yeah. Do. No, they're, they're they're going out to the burbs, uh, Jeff. You missed that. They're going out to where the horse track was. They're going out in the getting right. away from downtown. But I mean, that's what they're going to put a dome on it. Yeah, well, I don't, well. Um, and moving along here, guys. Uh, Daniel Snyder, I want to throw something at y'all. Y'all might or might not have heard this. It's, it blew my mind. I've been meaning to throw this at you. Are y'all have y'all heard about this yacht that apparently some of these NFL owners have gone in and bought over two hundred million dollars? Jerry Jones is involved in it. No. Okay. Apparently, four, five, ten of these NFL owners have thrown in $20 million a piece and brought some killer yacht. Y'all can Google fact check me on this, probably get a picture of it. Well, anyway, um, Daniel Snyder, guys, um, they're, you know, they're trying to bring him into Congress. They're trying to kick him out of the NFL. They just took his, you know, no more Redskins. They hate the guy, but the, the league's scared of Daniel Snyder. They don't want any part of him because they're, they're scared he'll burn the town down, scorched earth policy if they try to kick him out of the league. But get this, guys. Daniel Snyder, you know this, Jeff, from being there in South Miami, South Florida, going out there to the Bahamas. Daniel Snyder, as we speak, guys, is sitting on a $220 million yacht in international waters. And um, the Congress can't get to him because he's out of the country. And uh, isn't that amazing? Not really. And, and, and here's the real kicker, Pat. This is why you get to be, uh, I don't know, he's probably, he might be a billionaire. Who knows? But this is how you get to have that kind of money. If he can hang out until these elections, the Republicans aren't going to mess with him. He can just sell right back into D.C. and the uh, the coast is clear. It's the Democrats that want to you know you know mess with him. If he can hang out in the international waters on a yacht, it's my understanding there's like a five million dollar IMAX theater on this yacht, guys. Y'all need to see if you can pull it up during the break. How about no? It's not if Daniel Snyder lays low in international waters till the midterms and the Republicans win. The coast is clear for him, and all this crap about Daniel Snyder goes away. How would y'all like to be living on a yacht for like three months? I don't know. Rocks a little bit, you know. I, I'd like to be on solid <laughs> ground a little bit. Hey, hey, 
Pat, you're a contrarian. Only you would argue against living on a yacht for three months. I'm sure Jeff and me, we'd sign right up. I want to live on. Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty stable. They're big enough to <laughs> not move around. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Belf. I can't think of his first name. Belfort, the guy in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Hey, Jordan. Y'all look Jordan. Good. Jordan Belfort. Yeah. yeah. Uh, talk about first world problems, uh, laying low on a $200 million yacht till the election. C- kind of comical and blew my mind. Y'all hang in there. All right. It, it says, it's like he's an Illuminati guy. I mean, really. Uh, I think I, I figured out what the cattleman is. He's in the Illuminati. The, uh, the internet is talking about the, the seven best NFL you're, owner you're, yachts. You're worse than him. No, if you're just going... One. The internet says this. It must be true. Daniel Snyder's yacht is called Lady S, and it is the fifth largest yacht. Okay. I mean, you could have the the third largest yacht. You know who owns the most expensive yacht uh, out of all the NFL owners? Somebody from LIV? Nope. Oh. NFL owners. Uh well I don't think it's Jerry. It's so not. I would His go. This is sweet though. Jeez, it's nice. Well, yeah, these guys are loaded. That's why they have NFL teams. And guess what? Every day they wake up and go ching. I just made a lot more money. Yeah. Even though they don't have to do anything, they don't even have to have good teams. I would uh, then. Well, that's a that's a good question. Uh, could be. Uh, the Jaguars owner? Nope. It's Arthur Blank of the Falcons. <sighs> Home Depot? Or which? what is he held? I don't know. The Falcons. He was either Home Depot or um, I can't remember what it is. I think it is Home Depot. All right. We'll look it up. We'll, uh, we'll take a break and do that. We'll come back and get more of your phone calls to finish up the first hour. It's you Jeff fell and Pat. In, you fell into You fell into I the didn't fall into Cattleman problem. I would have never. You started looking up yachts. Well, they're nice. I'd take one. <laughs> Said I'm stuck hanging out with you every day. We'll be right Sorry. back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jack Alperstein. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays will continue their series with the Baltimore Orioles. After dropping the first two games, the Rays will look to tie up the series in their remaining two games. Drew Rasmussen is set to take the mound against Tyler Wells. The Rays currently sit in third place in the AL East. Tune in here for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. Current and former Gator swimmers are competing at the national championships in California. So far, the Gators have two gold medals. Natalie Hines won the 100-meter freestyle and Katie Ledecky won the 800-meter freestyle. Finally, NFL training camp has started for all teams, including the Bucks, who started today. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
Tired of rising prices? International Diamond Centers got your back with some serious price relief the entire month of August. That's right. Starting Monday, IDC's got two incredible offers. First, you can get 25% off all wedding bands. Yes, save 25% off all wedding bands at IDC. Or you can choose two years zero interest financing on any item in our showroom. And IDC will cover your first two payments. It's all part of IDC's Summer of Savings event. If you're shopping for new wedding bands, this is our best offer ever. Whether you're about to get married or celebrating a big anniversary, get the wedding band you love at 25% off. Or if you prefer option number two, two years zero interest financing and let IDC cover your first two payments on anything. Rings, earrings, bracelets, bands, designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Get ready to save at International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event starting Monday, August 1st at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right. Let's uh, get Chris to finish up our number one here on the tailgate. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. All right. Um, so I heard you talking about the yacht. I thought that was pretty cool, and it reminded me of a story that I heard. Um, I moved up here uh, from Fort Lauderdale about eight, eight or nine years ago, and we used to see some pretty good yachts there, and I was told that one of them, uh, had a bar where all of the seats, all of the bar stools were upholstered from the foreskin of a blue whale. Wow. <laughs> and it now, was would that, would that make you enjoy your drink more or, or less? <laughs> I, it wouldn't bother me. I don't know if that would be a, a big deal to me. But yeah. He, apparently he liked to tell the ladies that they were sitting on the largest penis in the world. <laughs> That's very good. All right, have a good one, guys. All right, Chris, thank you. <laughs> so I'm wondering who this guy was. I don't know. Could have been Rupert Murdoch. Well, and it said Arthur Blank's yacht is bought was bought for $180 million. So it's the largest one out of all the NFL owners. And you were right. He co-founded Home Depot in 1978, so the year I was born, after he got fired from his job as a regional hardware store. So the yeah. dude was just like slacking off, got fired, and you said, all right, happened? let me start Home Depot. He grew that little uh, Clark Gable mustache, and that's, and that's what turned it. it around. Yeah, That's crazy, though, just to think. It's crazy for anybody, you and I or anybody out there in our listening audience, I would assume, to think about the amount of wealth that some people have. Sure. It's just crazy. It's like Chris Rock used to have a joke about, there's rich and there's Oprah rich, <laughs> you know, and that there is a difference, you know, so we're, none of us are rich or Oprah rich. No, <laughs> definitely not. Can Scott, you imagine them in that kind of money? I know. Oprah's probably got like five yachts. Just do whatever you want. Um, she probably sinks uh, Arthur Blank's yacht. Probably, she wants maybe Scott. We only got like two minutes left, so we'll uh, we'll save you to the uh, the top of the hour if uh, if that's all right with you. If you just hold through the break, we'll we'll make that work. But 
certainly a lot of stuff to to continue to talk about um you know, the the Big 10 yesterday and still discussions about trying to expand a little bit more and Harbaugh's up there with his sweater and his suit and his tie and Harbaugh's ready to adopt kids ready to go yeah. Yeah, he's taking all their kids yeah, in they've, and I, all the illegitimate ones I'm, I'm sure his wife's going hey I now I'm not saying I'll take all the kids but you know that has to be it's a recruiting yeah thing. recruiting yeah. thing yeah. and that's the way he is a I don't remember him being that much of a nutty dude though as a player uh well like you just didn't i, I don't it never maybe we you just didn't did hear you interviews ever, back then, yeah exactly probably. i was watching a game on the because again you know me i'm watching all these old games there was a there was a michigan ohio state game from like when he was a quarterback and i was like you know harbaugh i remember kind of liking him when he was with the Colts. he played too. hard and yeah he was gritty and now and now you sit there and go what a d-bag i mean it's a little bit D bag, he's just weird. He he's yelled eccentric. at me one time, so that's why you don't that's like. All him. it takes, yeah. You yell at me once, although you haven't really yelled. Eh, you did what one day? You called me a jack wagon. I did. <laughs> Sorry, you probably pissed me off. Well, I do that. I believe me. Stand in line. My wife's going to be right behind, right in front of you. I can promise you that. Yeah. We give them secrets how to get even more under your skin. All right, if you want to get under Pat's skin in the second hour, call us up. 392-8255. We'll be right back for hour number two of the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community. 
Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we welcome you. Second hour of the tailgate. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here with you. Appreciate you joining us. If you just punched out at 5 o'clock, congratulations. You made it through uh, the midway point of the week. So just a, a couple of days left. Now, nobody's going, oh, I feel better. Well, maybe. Wednesday. They're done with work for the day. I think Wednesday's hump day, but I don't think Wednesday night's any better. I think Wednesday, I think Thursday you kind of go, okay. I'm making progress to the end of the weekend. If you work four tens and tomorrow's your last day, then Wednesday which, would have been a really which good I, Which we're doing. We're doing four. Yeah, it's the way to go. Um, well, Sterling Thompson might not ever have to Holy work a Moses. real job in his life again. I couldn't believe that when I saw that, what the contract he signed. Yeah, if you, uh, if you missed it, he signed for a full slot value, which is the 31st pick, $2 million. $430,500. So Sterling Thompson's officially a millionaire, which is cool. This, and this is a guy that went through the Gator Ball organization. So how he about did. that? And he was, I mean, obviously he had a tremendous year. And um, no, it's, and it's a guy too. Like you just, I guess you never know when you're going to blossom. Like, I mean, he, yeah. was, he was at a point like after his junior year, I'm, he might be just going to Stetson. And then... Got a little bit better that summer and played really, really well. And so all do of a sudden, you think Kevin if, O'Sullivan sees if they him. don't move him to uh, his position, they don't switch him up, do you think he hits as well? Or do you think it was just natural? Oh, yeah. That I think matter. some guys get more comfortable, though, when, they're, when they, no. they know they're in the lineup every day and they, they kind of like where they are. I mean, he wasn't a great second baseman. No. He just hit. That's why he's in the lineup. A hitter. That's what uh, that's what he did. So, congrats to uh, to Sterling Thompson. The Gators have still not had Brandon Sprout sign, 
which is a good thing, certainly. And I think if you oh, look at what are you are you giving us some insight? Well, here? you talk about slot value. Yeah, the slot value for Sprout is about nine hundred thousand dollars. But and when you say nine hundred thousand, does that mean the signing bonus? Yes, that would be his signing bonus. Okay, then. So he, the the way that then he starts getting is, like ten thousand dollars a right, year. Right, then you get the crap money yeah. to be in the minors <laughs> for a little bit for a while. So this the this initial signing is what. So everything is slotted. Like the the first and the second pick got just over eight million dollars, and then everybody has slot money. You don't have to necessarily stay with that slot. Some yeah. people go higher, some yeah. people go lower. Like Kumar Rocker signed below slot value, but he wanted to be the third pick, and that'll do it. So he signed for only like five million. So the slot value and, and the, the the teams get a certain pool of money. So let's just say they have thirty million dollars. Each right. team is different. Right. So if you sign your first guy for five million, you sign another guy for eight million, whatever you're going through it, you only can add up to that point. So if if the Mets get to a point where they can only say if we sign everybody else's slot value, we can only give Sprode nine hundred thousand dollars. If I'm bringing in Sprode, I'm saying that's not enough. I'm going to come back and be a first rounder next year, and then my slot value is Sterling Thompson. I'm a two or three or gosh right. even four million dollar guy. So. I think it's. Uh, I think the Gators have a chance to get Brandon Sprout back. Think about where he was two months into the season, yeah. too, and and to not even starting. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that would be huge. Uh, but that happens sometimes. Uh, but so, so two. You said Mar, uh, Sterling had um, two point one million. Two point three. Two point three. So what do you what do you take home from that? About one point. Four from that? Probably a little more than that. You get 1. taxes 5. in your agent, but still. Yeah. Well, still, still a good bit of money. All right, Scott, I, Scott I waited quit, through the break. I would quit playing baseball. I wouldn't. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get him. Scott, thanks for holding. What's up, buddy? No problem. Hey, guys, I was wondering uh, why uh, Kirby Smart is whining about trying to change the game instead of trying to change the rule and make it a, a recruiting showcase for the home team. I heard somewhere that um, Texas, Oklahoma's home team hosts um, recruits. So that would give Florida and Georgia, you know, something that Alabama, you know, Texas A&M and a lot of the people they're recruiting against, you know, an experience that, that they can't give their recruits. So I'm just wondering, you know, why he's, he's wanting to change the game to home, home and home instead of that. Scott, that's that's a great point. It really is. I, I've thought about that myself, and maybe that's something I need to pursue. But the bottom line is, if uh, if he could do that, you know, that would mean. But I think he's. I, I again, we don't, we don't, we can't make sense of his argument. But the bottom line is, why can't he go to Greg Sankey and go, "Hey, can, why can't we do this? It's the only neutral site game." Although I, I think Texas A and M Arkansas is played in Arlington, maybe. Is that right, Jeff? Yep. Something like, and there's a couple other games. It may be like, like for example, Oregon, Georgia. Now, can Georgia bring recruits in for that game? So now maybe they be down. They may be down two games. But the bottom line is, it would seem like a simple rule change, unless I don't think it's an NCAA Scott, rule. Yes, Scott. I think the hard part is though you're trying to get kids like the game is fine, but you're trying to get them to see their the facility and and everything else right, that's involved right, with that. So right. if you go to to Jacksonville, 
what do you get to see? You just get to see the atmosphere and, and what that game is. So I, I understand the premise. I think it's a great point. And maybe you can say, okay, well, why don't you come to Athens on Thursday and then you know we'll we'll pay for you to get down to Jacksonville, you know, a couple couple days later to see a part of that. But you're not going to just go on Saturday and not miss that right. whole weekend of seeing the dorms and the facilities and all that other stuff. But this this goes back to a point where, you know, maybe Greg Sankey and I, I heard somebody talking about this yesterday, how maybe all these commissioners need to start thinking about the good of the game. Florida Georgia needs to be in Jacksonville, okay. But does he care about that, whether it is or not? He doesn't care. He only cares that... You're just trying to get the best kids. Exactly. No, I'm saying Greg Sankey. Why would he care about whether it's in Jackson or not? I mean, it's going to be on TV either way. Yeah, but... So he, maybe... He's got to well, love that. maybe he steps in there yeah. and does something about it. Good, good point. I had one other... Uh, Last week, the cattleman was congratulating or Georgia for knowing when to let go of Rick when where Tennessee and Florida didn't. But that was just a stupid point because Rick coached there for ten or for fourteen years and averaged ten games, uh, winning ten games. So there was no reason to get rid of him like the coaches at Florida and Tennessee. So I, I wanted to kind of refute that point he made last week. Well, every point he makes is pretty much stupid, but that's not even the – but, I mean, the bottom line is I, I, I'm a big believer that this is the truth, and I believe me, I have some sources, is that if if um, if Kirby Smart was not talking to South Carolina, Georgia would never have fired Mark Rick. Yeah. And that's why they fired him so they could get – they could bring Kirby Smart, and they didn't want, they didn't want to lose that opportunity. Um yeah, and that that's the way that it works. Like yeah. you got to make sure you have somebody else in your exactly. pocket before you get rid of a guy that's been that consistently good. So, yeah, in Florida's case, with with I I I, I he points out Will Muschamp got an extra year that probably shouldn't have gotten, but the guy the year the year before you would have fired him was SEC coach yeah, of the he year. He was tremendous. Won so eleven games. One bad year, like, and so you have yeah. one bad yeah. Okay, you lost to Georgia Southern, but then you everybody as, hurt. As things, yeah, as things went, the next year he went. They they could tell it's not going the right way. Yep, Tennessee. Bye, I can't explain Tennessee. They're, you know, it's a lot of moonshine and and toothless people. So I can't explain it. <laughs> All right, have a good day. All right, Scott. Guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. Was that now? I shouldn't have said that. That's probably not not fair to say that. It's a cool. I like Knoxville. Yeah, the, I like the didn't. town and the setting and yeah. the like that area. You got Gatlinburg, what an hour away, forty five minutes. No, I the like Smokies. It it's like, it's I, pretty, I think it's one of the great. It's pretty up there. Um, scenes is to yeah, be driving in. The rivers on the right, the yeah. stadiums on the left. You get to press parking, and you're like. Uh, it's going to be big, you know. I, I I would say that I love going to those games, and back I, in the I old lived days, there in a heartbeat. two years ago. Yeah, um, yeah, but you wouldn't want to be in a town where the the fight song for the team was about a, a bear having sex with a woman. You wouldn't want to do that. Well, the bear could just be a a hairy 
individual, a man. It's just the... Well, you still believe in Bigfoot, so you probably believe that could happen. Exactly. <laughs> Bigfoot and a woman, a Tennessee fan, produced Phil does, Fulmer. Does that really mean that? A bear? Look at the lyrics Okay. quickly. Look at the lyrics and tell me what it's talking about. Okay. I'll about, peruse it. Uh, about Rocky Top. All right. I'll look at it. Maybe Copper Gator knows Justify That Story. He's he's into that stuff. <laughs> Copper Gator, what's up? I'm doing well, fellas. I don't know that song, and that song is in the lows of my listening cues <laughs> of anything I've ever played in my life. You don't have it on your I iPod? Think- uh, it is not in my top ten songs on Spotify or any of that crap. It's, on the, uh, um, it's almost like the sound of flushing toilets in my ears. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, oh and they just blare Wait, now let me ask you down. this. Let me ask you this, Copper Gator, because you would know because yeah. you're you're a big Gator fan. When you're in the stadium, you're in your own stadium, okay, Florida Field. Yep. Which grates on you more, the War Chant or Rocky Top? Ooh, um, <laughs> it's got to be Rocky Top's there. I'm a Braves fan, so the War Chant, I just you know just kind of put it off as that's just someone's cheering for the Braves. I don't really get, get upset about that. Nah, um, but I, nothing's worse. Nothing's worse than walking to a stadium though, or going into a stadium and having the dogs bark in your face. Like like there's some songs that true, do, but when they yeah. start when they start barking in your face, Pat or Jeff, and then you know they start going like that, and it's just I think that's even more than nails on the chalkboard. What about when LSU has got things going and you're you, again they kind of own Florida lately, and they start going dun 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 dun. That that's got a grade on you a little bit too, right? Yeah, but but you know the thing is, is unlike baseball, you know Jeff, I'm with Jeff on baseball. LSU and Miami are just the dive holes of of, of perils of baseball fan bases. Um, you but, have no idea what that, Miami's fight song is, right? No, nobody does. One, do nobody, I don't know. Nobody knows what it is. I think it's uh, I like mean, you gotta have, living la vida loca. Fans, you have to have fans show up to have a fight song for your <laughs> your, your team, Jeff. I mean, Pat. You know, when you have thirty thousand people show up to an Orange Bowl and, and half the seats are empty, they just play, you know, Ricky Martin and, and other things like that, man. Um, but but you know, it, LSU for football, their fan base is not bad as a fan base. I, I had a buddy who I played college ball with. And his, they were from Louisiana. They'd come in, do large cookouts, and they they treated you yeah. pretty well. I mean, and, and, and no, regardless, they love their fan, they love their team, but they're not like these other, you know, cattlemen's and, and guys from Dog Nation and and you know these guys like that. They don't, you know, anyway from there. But um, I wanted to ask, you know, as we, as we're getting closer to football season, I know that you know some of the things that I treasure most about football season is, is the tailgating and the, and the atmosphere of doing things outside. Have you heard of any new traditions or, or things that might be coming? Is Gator Walk still continuing? Are they, you know, they doing anything like that, that that you guys can release yet or anything of that information? That's a great question because I'm actually going to do something this week on the 12 best traditions at Florida. And I, 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 I don't know where they're going with, if they're doing well, anything they new. they did Gator Walk for the spring game, so that's obviously going to Yeah, stay. they're going to stay with that. Yeah. The, the amazing thing is that, is that until Irvin got here, there was no Gator Walk. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's stunning right. that we never, we took it for granted. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, I, I don't know of anything new. I know the, the new – the next big step is going to be to make the swamp better. 
I mean, the, the swamp and, is not a great stadium anymore. And I'm not asking, and I'm not asking for new, maybe necessarily with the team or or what they're doing, but with I love how they shut down university what three four years ago and yeah. made the atmosphere in front of the swamp, you know, where I hang out and things like that, more inviting to fans. And then they, and then they, I, and I then they put up a bunch of, of apartments and shut down all the restaurants, <laughs> which I well, you, it really you know, infuriates me. But that's that's a whole other story. They got they got a below five coming there, Pat. That's what you need there, man. Oh, you know I man? know, I do. <laughs> I've been thinking about going to below five. Yeah, five below. Whatever. Uh, five below. Yeah, well, yeah, what is that right anyway? You, you get like uh, phone chargers for five bucks. I don't want that. And candy, a bunch of candy. Jeff, we're thinking of two thousand. I thought funnels and pipes. I mean, like you know, things like that. You know, for pre games and things. You had like the that, swamp you know, there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the swamp was there. That was a different atmosphere. But no, the Copperator, there is still conversations. I think you know, with within the city and the university yeah. to do all that type of stuff again. Even though yeah. the restaurants aren't there, they want to shut it down. They want to bring in like beer vendors and tents and different things yeah. and almost make right. it like a a mini grove so that north end zone area and then even onto the street um i believe they're at at, at a certain point they're going to be able to shut that down it's and funny because that have people used, walking used to be our parking for media yeah and and it's just slowly uh now then it became just rvs and i think eventually they'll all be out of there yeah well i mean and that's what grove. i'm saying and that's a that's a great area for just putting up, you know, yeah. I'll say the Swamphead tent's been there for the past few years, and, you know, they've got the tailgate guy stuff that are right there in front that are sure. real cool. But, I mean, even onto the street, into that big open field, and, you know, even having events for kids and making it family-friendly and doing some different things that, that really open the appeal to just showing there, maybe not even having to go into the game, but getting out of your house and, you know, after the past couple of years with everything going on, I think there's a lot of potential there. And I know you guys got to get a break, and we'll talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks, Copper Gator. It's not tailgate guys anymore. It's Ravel. So. Yes. But they do a great job. They Here is an amazing here's, job. Here's the lyrics to the No, you're going to get to the best UM fight party. song. Oh, wait a minute. What about the Tennessee fight song? Well, that one, I think you were wrong, so I didn't want to call you out. Oh, but I'm not wrong. Yeah, you were. It says half man, half bear. Right. No. The woman. No. The listen, woman. Listen, he's, listen. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top. Yeah. Ain't no telephone bills. Yeah, Once I had a girl on Rocky Top, half bear, other half cat. Wild okay. as a mink, but so sweet she, as a soda pop. So she I was still half dream about bear that. and half cat. So there was some kind of. Right, but he was talking about her characteristics. I don't think and so. the way I think there she were, got after it. I think that's how she was produced. I know. Knoxville. So I didn't want to call you out. Miami. I'm right. You're, no, you're wrong. Not. Here, Miami, Miami, Miami Hurricanes. Drive, drive, you Hurricanes. <laughs> Keep right on going. Up that scoring. Miami, <laughs> Miami, Miami Hurricanes. <sighs> drive on over the goal and on to victory. M-I-A-M-I. M-I-A-M-I. Fight, fight, fight. Now that's, you hate them more, don't that's, you? That's brutal. That is the worst fight song I've ever heard. we got to somehow play that so we can crush it. All right, yeah. let's get a break. We'll come back, get more of your phone calls. You are listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jack Alperstein. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays will continue their series with the Baltimore Orioles. After dropping the first two games, the Rays will look to tie the series in their remaining two games. 
Drew Rasmussen is set to take the mound against Tyler Wells. The Rays currently sit in third place in the AL East. Tune in here for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. Current and former Gator swimmers are competing at the national championships in California. So far, the Gators have two gold medals. Natalie Hines won the 100-meter freestyle and Katie Ledecky won the 800-meter freestyle. Finally, NFL training camp has started for all teams, including the Bucks, who started today. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community. Baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
Oh, my. That makes me think about 20,000 people in the stands, 18 of them Miami, fighting. Miami, Miami, hurricanes drive on over the Gulf and on <laughs> to victory. <laughs> there it is. That's the worst ever. <laughs> It's the worst of all time. <laughs> but again, everything down there is that way. That it is. Remember, right. remember last year, or no, the year that Florida was playing Miami and Levitard's show recorded something we said because yeah. somebody called. And that's the way they are. And I, I, I like Dan Levitard a lot. But that's the way Miami fans are. In fact, we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. I did a list of the 12 gator rivals and there i think there are 12 legitimate rivals and miami's very high on that list i can tell you that yeah even though they never play which is crazy let's get jack to join us hey jack what's up tell you what man that fight song was like a millennial watching the mike douglas show from 1974 it was just pretty boring man i'm not (laughs) or taking four or taking four ambient it's like man that that that's awful i mean the chain and all the stuff Hey, man, look, they've got that Ruiz guy down there throwing out millions of dollars to players. But here's the problem. Here's the big problem. Then I'm giving you guys inside information where Billy Napier has gone back and paid all of our players on the roster money, the top guys. Miami hasn't done that. They're just paying these new guys all this money up front. What's going to happen to the team next year when they're paying all these guys this other money? It's going to be like the, the inmates running the asylum. They're not going to have any control over these kids. None, none whatsoever. Well, that's going to be the big question for everybody in NIL is is where are we in two years, not where are we right now. Um, are, how does how does everybody handle what they're dealing with? But you got to give them credit. I mean, they're 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 killing it in recruiting. They're um, you know obviously uh, continue to get good players down there, and that's what you need to do. Now the question is. What do those players feel like if that money all of a sudden goes, you know, the the guy that Ruiz is under investigation by the, I think it's the uh, FBI, isn't it? The FBI, yeah. So who yeah. knows what's going to happen? Let me tell you what. Three years from now, I'll tell you exactly what NIL means. Right now, I yeah. have no idea. Uh, well, I, I can tell you, let Miami, they can chirp. What have they done? You know, every time but you look back at their history, uh, every time they've won a championship, they've gone on probation right after that. I mean, it's, they have been crooked every time they won something. Uh, you go back and look at the history. They're just – well, you know, like, it's like like you put it online, S, uh, capital S-C-U-M, scum. <laughs> that's, that's the University of Miami. Well, the yeah, way, <laughs> I tell you what, they, I think they're going to have a really good team this year. That's, that's going to depress me, but um, – yeah, you know, I I, lo- I think their quarterback is I think is is a real I don't even want to say dark horse Heisman candidate Van Van Dyke I loved that guy last year watching him play he was really good um, so they're going to be rather, good I would rather watch a rerun of Petticoat Junction and watch Miami play. Yeah, let me tell you what though you got to root for you got to watch them because you got to root against them there was only one uh, time uh, all year that I will root for Miami football and you know when that is. Against Florida State. Yes, exactly. I would still rather have Florida State win. Nah, I've always well, always been a Miami guy on that Saturday. The ninth uh, again, Saturday in August or whatever it is. Again, again they, they can't fill that stadium up. It's the same thing. Let's see what happens. 
by the way, uh, um, uh, what the new coach down there, Crystal Ball, I mean, he, I mean, the guy that got ran off at FAU, one of the FIU, one of the FF schools down in South Florida. Let's see if he can actually coach. Let's see if he can actually coach because, you know, it, it takes a, it takes a magician like a Steve or an Urban or a Bobby Bowden, I'll give him credit, to, to get all this talent and save and, and make it all mesh. But when you're paying all these kids all this money, it's going to be a free-for-all. Yeah, hey, you coach, know, it's I'm funny. Gonna, I was, hey, I was, coach, I'm not going to do this because you owe me so much money. I was watching an Oregon game from 2018 because that's the way I am. Uh, I can't remember who they were playing. It might have been Stanford. And they blew the game. And I was like, wow, Mario Cristobal, great job there. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. there. It's not like a great track record with this guy as a coach. So no, it's not. we'll see what happens. I mean, look. Well, like, like you know, the '85 Bears are great. The '86 Bears suck. So I mean, you know what? <laughs> you got to have coach. And by and by the way, let me get back to this guy. The the guy this uh, the donkey donkey butt from uh, from Tennessee. That guy was pulling your chain so hard yesterday. He sucked y'all right in. To set to him apologize. He came up and says, "Oh, you guys, you know, y'all need to realize that Urban." Urban is and Spurrier aren't there anymore. Well, no crap, dude. We played in the freaking Gasparilla Bowl last year. We all know that. I mean, come on, man. We know we're not as good as we used to be. But I tell you what, that guy would give his entire package downstairs to beat the Gators bad one night, wouldn't he? He'd love to see that. And, I, I, and by the way, talk to beat him once in the last talk. 10 years. Yeah, I think once since, 2000, once since 2006, wasn't it? Then Butch Jones, I think, uh, won a Mackle. I think one since 2004, yeah. Okay, well, that, you're right, my baby. We won in 2005 and six, But, you know, and, and let me get back to the stadium thing, too. I got a buddy of mine up here. We go to church. He's a great guy. He, he, he and his father and his grandfather own one, one of the largest African-American uh, funeral homes, and they do great business. Wonderful man. And they are big Alabama fans. He's had season six to Bama for 20 years, had two kids go there. He went down to the swamp. And he told my pastor, who happens to be the most obnoxious Bulldog fan of the world, he is, and he says, you know what, pastor, don't go home and home to Florida. He goes, you don't want any part of that swamp. That stuff's real down there. He goes, my ears are ringing three days later. It was so loud. We have something special. We have something special to offer a college football player. And you know what? These kids are getting all this money up front, 50000 while they're getting, I texted Jeff something, and it's true, Pat. You can read it. It's true. You want to call me back and talk about it, I'll tell you everything that's going on. But I'm just telling you, in the end, in the end, what if you're if you're a college football player, what team will take care of, of you? The Gator Nation will be there for you. All the Spurrier's guys are successful. All Doug Dickey, uh, sorry, all, all of Coach Gray's guys are successful. Everybody's successful because Gators look out for Gators. That whole, the whole, that a couple of years ago, that whole commercial that came out about Florida, it's true. Because I'm a real Gator now, and it's true. So, all you young kids taking all this money up front, uh, you're going to be like, remember, you were talking about Willie Williams. What about Daryl Williams since 1979? The number one running back in the world. Remember him, Pat? Yeah. He, he made me play two downs, got his knee hurt, never heard from again. It happens. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Who was the big know. defense? Who's the big defensive tackle that made the interception in the national championship game? He was from Louisiana, some uh, Cajun kid. I forget his name, and he made that one interception, and that's all he did. He's a five star. He disappeared. 
So you know what? These guys, these, these poor kids. Ernie Badeau was his name. Ernie Badeau. That's yep. it, Pat. Good job. And, you know, it, and believe you know, me, he was only in there because they, they were like at the end of their, you know, like, let's get let's get everybody in the game. Yeah. And, he, let's and let's you know, here's a better up. trivia question for you there, Jack. Okay. Whose pass did he pick off? Oh, you got me, Pat. I'd have to I'm pretty sure I'm right on this, and I, 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 I'd have to go back and look it up, but I'm pretty sure it was Dan Kendra. Who was that huge muscle bound yeah. quarterback that they thought was? Gonna, uh, oh, oh yeah, I think it was Dan Kendra. Guy. He was in at the game to what to, to and it, the ball got tipped and Ernie Badeau picked it off. So and one of those Kendra guys went to Florida State to some like big beast. I'm sure he's jacked up on steroids and and uh, what do they, they call it, Seminole <laughs> Punch or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but you know what, man? Hey, so, you, you know, know you know one thing man. I know about you: you hate everybody except Florida. I that's one thing that I love. I love about you. Well, you hate well, everybody it, but but Florida, and I agree. Right. I don't, I don't disagree with you on any of it. I, I, I you know what, I, I, I love my Gators, but again, we're still, we're forced, you know. And for that guy, that jackass, I mean, y'all should have banned that guy for at least a month. I mean, he's just a. Hey, he's when a, we get to football season, we don't need callers as much. No I mean, man, this we, is a Gator. We network. we may just I mean, say the hell with him. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, oh, hey, guys. Uh, Hang in there. You know what? You can hang in there. Hang in like a big wad of snot, Kevin. Because you know what? You're a dip wad. All right, guys. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. Let's uh, get Matt can you to say join that us on next. The air? Sure, you can. Dick Matt, what's up? What about slapdick? I saw that. Um, yeah, you can say that. Somebody said that the other day on the air. Hmm? You just said it. Slapdick. Matt, what's up? I like that word. I I I I think I'm probably not going to be able to bring that level of enthusiasm <laughs> to this call. <laughs> You can try, Matt. You're here. That's why you're here. I will say, look, I'll say this. I I do believe that college football needs certain teams to be good. I I think it's good. When Texas is good, that's a good thing for college football. When USC is good, that's a good thing for college football. I think if Nebraska can get back to relevance, that would be good for college football. We don't need Miami to be good. I, I just I don't see I, I just don't see how that's going to help anything. I mean, do they even you're you're playing a fight song? Do they even have a band? That's what I want to know. Well, they had they had to record that with an orchestra because they don't have a band. I don't think <laughs> they do have uh, a band. Do they? I've never yeah. seen their band. Is the are the band the one that's fighting with their fans? Or is probably it? okay. I'll say this: as far as the stadium goes. I think the first, whatever, 30 rows, keep it the way it is, and then you need to build it out with luxury boxes and spread it out a little bit. And then let's put a roof on that thing, like a retractable roof. I mean, because if you take out, say, 20, 25,000 seats, if you put a roof in there, can you imagine how loud it would be as close as you are? I mean, it, it's unbearable how hot it can be in that stadium. I mean, you guys yep, know. It's very hot. I've been yeah, I, but I, I can't know. imagine Florida wanting to spend yeah that, that, that money kind of is money. obscene. You're talking about a billion yeah, dollars. There, there's no way. Now. And I mean, and how many actual 
domes are there or retractables in college football? Like, there's especially in the, even in the south like where you have you know nobody does that well, in college. So the Mercedes Benz, but I mean that's that's like, not a home to anybody. No, but I mean the point is they that's because they were able to get that kind of sponsor money. I mean, I don't think Florida would want to spend a billion dollars no. to to build a. Well, guess what? They're fixing to have a ton of money coming up. You know, coming down the pipe in the next ten. Yeah, years. that's true. Yeah. You got you got you got to spend it on something. And then last but not least, I say spend it on on more media dinners. Well, first of all, you'd have to be in the media, Pat. Um, uh, well, I'm technically, kidding. I can still go to the games <laughs> and eat eat the. I mean, they, this is what Florida, I mean, how much they changed. There was the old days, you would go to that, you would go to the game and you go, oh, man, I'm going to have a great meal and, and just watch games. You get there like four hours early. Then they said, well, you can't get there four hours early anymore. And we're going to give you half a sub. That's all we're going to get. So, I can't, look, that reminds me. But nobody complains about free food like the media. I can tell you that. I keep thinking about McElwain telling you guys, do y'all like your free pizza we got yeah. you? <laughs> hey, hey, let me tell you what. We're going to get you some free pizza, uh, but don't don't question my play call. Guys, I've been to a lot of stadiums, but there is nothing more annoying than that damn cowbell at Mississippi State. Talk to you guys later. All right. Thank you, Matt. You know, the cowbell to me is not the worst part. The worst part, and again, I don't know how it affected you, Jeff, when you were there. What was that? By... They, they pipe in the noise. The yes, speakers are the right there. Yeah. Yes. That's the annoying part. Because they don't I... have enough fans, so they have to yeah. produce a bunch of noise. So Robbie and I, I remember for that game, we got to a point where we had to put headphones on just to block it out. Yeah, that's It was that's so bad. bad. Uh, it, yeah, I... I I think Mississippi State was the the day I decided. Yeah, you can deal I with don't, the I don't need bells. to be. I don't need to be working anymore. Yeah, but it's just it's it's the manufactured noise that yeah. they do there that makes it really bad. Which Auburn does too. And I remember that game in '06. Uh, in fact, they got. I don't know if they got fined or. Re- I think they got fined. But I mean, they were playing music right up until the point where the snap was taken by by Chris Lee. Yeah. And and they said you can't do that. I kept going, you can't do that. Yeah. And and they kept doing it and they they won the game so they were like and they fined them I think maybe 50,000 whatever and they went, "Eh, we won. We don't care." And the the South Carolina stuff, if you weren't the opposing fan, yeah. that is actually kind of cool. Like if you were in that student section twirling those White towels around and dance in a sandstorm. Until you start throwing them on the field. Yeah, when you're, <laughs> when you're pissed off at a bad call. And they probably should have been. Some of those yeah, calls are really bad. Right call. So really no, bad. There's, there's some fun ones. All right, we got to get a break, so let's do that. We'll knock it out, come back, and keep your calls rolling in. It's the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Thunderstorms are still possible through this evening. Then rain chances will be around 40% tomorrow and 30% on Friday. Highs in the 90s the rest of the week, but feeling closer to 100. This weekend, we only have a 20% chance for thunderstorms both days. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. What you had with the All-Star Game was a lot of fun. You had pitchers talking to announcers and announcers talking to hitters. And, you know, you you had a lot of conversations going on there. But the technology was a lot of fun. And as we move forward with all sports, it's about more technology. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online. We here at uh, the station would like to issue an apology for playing the Miami fight song and having Jeff sing it. I don't know which was worse. Probably Jeff singing it because then we realize how stupid the words are. Yeah, but but then you think about the Miami Dolphins one back in the day. That one was cool. Well, we're it was. Air, we're on the ground. We're always in control. And when you say Miami, stolen from the Houston Super Oilers, actually. It, yeah. No. Yes. Exactly. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers number, number one. one. That was a cool logo, though. When Warren Moon was sporting that thing, I know with the 
little oil rig with the oil yeah, coming out. That was cool. That was cool. I was I kind of like I actually cut. I was I mean I was so lucky in my life. I I, I think about it all the time. How the uh, the uh, Times Union used to say, "Hey, pick out a game to go cover." I go, "How about if I do this? How about if I go to Sunday, Cowboys, Atlanta, and Dallas, and then I do a Monday night, uh, Earl Campbell versus the Dolphins?" They go, "Okay, go do that." So, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." Jeez. So I'm I'm I I was at that game, the one where Earl Campbell just ran all over him. Jersey got ripped off and everything. It was it was pretty cool. It was pretty good, pretty good life to lead. What is your favorite now? Eliminating Florida, mm-hmm. your favorite college fight song. I know what my I've got two that I really like, and a lot that I don't like, as we all know. We just talked about well, the ones I, I, I don't. I guess I don't like. necessarily pay attention to a bunch of them. I remember hearing USC's. I thought was that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. Dun 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 dun. dun. Tush. I mean, you you have to just for the nostalgia, like enjoy Notre Dame's, just because of Rudy, and you hear it. It's it's in the top three. I would say. Yeah. Cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. Well, when I was at St. Joseph's Academy. Which I really was never at, but I was at Cathedral Parish as a Catholic young boy, and I never went to St. Joe's. But um, I played on their eighth. The eighth grade team was played for St. Joe's. We had a different version of that song, which was "Cheer, Cheer for Old St. Joe High." Bring out the whiskey, bring out the rye. Send the freshmen out for gin. Don't let a sober sophomore in. We never stagger. We never fall. We sober up on wood alcohol while our loyal faculty lies drunk in the study hall. But I can't nice. believe I remember that. That's good. That was that was from like 19... It would have been like 68, But if you sang it enough, of course you're going to remember it. That's good. But I, I didn't sing it after I left there. Yeah, but I didn't. I could sing you the whole Scarecrow song because I was in the Wizard of Oz playing the Scarecrow. It's just something and that you, you can remember. Sing Ice Ice Baby. Too. I could sing that as well. <laughs> but my just, favorite, I would, I would go with, I would go with the top two to me are Michigan and Auburn. I think they're the best ones. Uh, Michigan, I know. I don't know if I know Auburn's. I would have to hear. War it. Eagle, fight down the field, never to prosper. Or never to falter, never to yield. War eagle, fearless and true. Fight on your orange and blue. Ra ra ra. I know that. Michigan's probably number one. It's cool. Hail to the victors, valiant. Hail to mm-hmm. the conquering heroes. Hail, hail to mm-hmm. Michigan, the champions mm-hmm. of the West. Mm-hmm. Think about that. The champions of the West. They're in the Mid East. But now I love fight songs. I, but here's the thing: like, if you can if you can sing three notes of Vanderbilt's fight song, I'll give you all the money I have in my pocket. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> How about? Um, but but see, that's a lot. It's not a problem. But normally, I don't like. I go to these opposing stadiums and I have headset on. Not like, the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. 
Like I don't ever. You need to get out. More. Take it off so I don't get you the. Need to get, you, the stands. I don't, wanna, I don't get you, the crowd. You don't need to get out. You just need to take your headsets off every once in a while. But I'm trying to work and do my job properly. And if I miss something, or if I'm not, then that's obviously a problem. And if I'm not communicating properly with yeah. the guy on the sideline, then right. something will happen. And then but Egan will yell at me. It doesn't like come through the headset, you know. Yeah, there. I mean, there's. It never comes through there. A little bit, but you just don't get the the same kind of feeling. All right. Now I've got for some reason the Miami fight song in my head, and I can't get it out. I got to get it out. Please get it out. Play something, anything, <laughs> any kind of music, even Ice Ice Baby. Let's play some Avril Lavigne. He likes her. What? All right, let's get a break. Skater Boy? Got to get one more. You're going to play she Skater Boy? boy. Said, See you later, boy. We'll take a break, and we'll come back and wrap up a Wednesday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jack Alperstein. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays will continue their series with the Baltimore Orioles. After dropping the first two games, the Rays will look to tie up the series in their remaining two games. Drew Rasmussen is set to take the mound against Tyler Wells. The Rays currently sit in third place in the AL East. Tune in here for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. Current and former Gator swimmers are competing at the national championships in California. So far, the Gators have two gold medals. Natalie Hines won the 100-meter freestyle and Katie Ledecky won the 800-meter freestyle. Finally, NFL training camp has started for all teams, including the Bucks, who started today. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, 
Keff, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Tired of rising prices? International Diamond Center's got your back with some serious price relief the entire month of August. That's right. Starting Monday, IDC's got two incredible offers. First, you can get 25% off all wedding bands. Yes, save 25% off all wedding bands at IDC. Or you can choose two years zero interest financing on any item in our showroom. And IDC will cover your first two payments. It's all part of IDC's Summer of Savings event. If you're shopping for new wedding bands, this is our best offer. Forever. Whether you're about to get married or celebrating a big anniversary, get the wedding band you love at 25% off. Or if you prefer, option number two, two years zero interest financing and let IDC cover your first two payments on anything. Rings, earrings, bracelets, bands, designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Get ready to save at International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event starting Monday, August 1st at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Just five minutes to go. That's it. Been a uh, fun couple what, of hours. What happened? Again. And uh, let's end it on a, a great note. Yeah, we had a uh, we had. I, I feel bad that we talked so much about fight songs. No, it was fine. It's it was good. it's it's They're July, good stuff. late July, and college football. Jeremy, what's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Um, no, hey, actually, I actually find the the fight song stuff pretty inter- interesting, and I, I agree with most of um, Pat's takes on the uh, the the best ones out there. I, I was I'm, I went to UF, and I was in the I was actually in the the marching band there, so I I know a lot of them from just being at all the games and knowing everything. But I it, it made me laugh when you said the comment about the Vanderbilt fight song because. Um, and, and, and I, I won't take you up on the, all the money in your pocket type of thing, but, uh, I actually do know some parts of it because back when I was at, um, at UF in the early nineties in the Gator band, as part of the pregame uh, show that they would do, they would actually play a couple, um, like you know, verses or parts of the visiting team's fight songs to the visiting fans. At some point that went away, which I think is, it's, I thought it was kind of a they cool did. tradition. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, yeah, I've got but, six bucks. So you, you, you send, <laughs> send it to you. That that's like a beer. So I'm going to find you up in Gainesville. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, do that. But you're right. They but, used no. to do that, and we. I remember a lot of Gator fans hated that that they would play the fight song of the opposing it, team to it, their fans, and the fans would lose their minds, fact. and they would be all happy and everything, and all the fans of the other team. It was a. It was kind of a dumb idea when you think back to it. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess it's, it gets the other uh, the other fan group riled up and all, but um, I, I just do, I do remember the Vanderbilt fight song because we had to learn to play it, you know, being in the band each week, and I just remember there's a part because I thought it was super lame. It goes like V A N D E R B I L T N T, like oh, they're like geez. so amazingly. It, it was just like it was like high school level, like you know, kind of you know 
fights on there, but I guess that that makes sense being Vanderbilt. So, <laughs> did, did Jeremy, did did you guys ever like interact with the other bands or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to to a degree, like we would um uh we, we would we had like a service organization called Kappa Kappa Psi. It's like the service returning for the band, and we would actually bring Gatorade and stuff and and snacks over to the other band uh, okay. after halftime. Um, and all um, the coolest thing with interacting with the other band is we actually uh, played a flag football game or touch football game with the FSU um, uh, with the FSU band. And uh, after the the tie of the choke a dope game, we actually were stuck in Gainesville for a while and we played football with some of the other band members and we beat them. So I always said that you know that the football team didn't finish the job on the field, but the the Gator <laughs> marching band beat the FSU band. So we we broke the tie then. Oh know, baby, so. that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, just I just I thought I would chime in about the Vanderbilt fight song. It is super lame, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Thanks yeah. for the heads up. I, yeah. Thanks, Jeremy. Have a good day, guys. You too. Yep. Again, if you're going to rank the fight songs in this conference, there's not a lot of them up there. I have to like listen to them all and hear them. Obviously, I've heard but them. But if you don't know them, that yeah, says it, they're not that out. great. Right. Yeah. I mean, Alabama's is really good. Um Tennessee's is lame. Talks about a man and a cat or a cat and a bear. You would sex. love a woman that was half bear, half. Not if that's cat. the way she was conceived. And that's how she. And got that's it. the way I always took. But if it. that's how she treated you in in bed, you'd love that. A little minx. Jeff, you're you're talking about two different things. No, that's what the song is saying. It's saying she was conceived. No. She was conceived. It doesn't say that. Yes. It does She's not. half bear and half cat. Half bear, other half cat, wild as a mink. Well, yeah, she's wild as a mink because she's half bear and half cat. But she was as sweet as a soda pop. I'm just, I, I, look, you can take it one way. He's describing all the personalities of her. You can take, you can take. Not saying uh, that she was a American half bear. pie one way or the other. You know, whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it as there was inbreeding going on there. All right. <laughs> that's just that's the way I'm going to take it. All right. Tomorrow we're at the uh, the golf course. We're hanging out at Ironwood, having some fun out there. So if you want to stop by and hopefully, harass Dooley in hopefully. person? Do it. He would uh, welcome it. Yeah. Come on by. We'll Cheap beer Ma- out there too. Maybe we'll get Mason on. Tomorrow yeah, again fun tomorrow. times at the uh, at the league. All right. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Bye bye. See. You. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850.